0: Hi, Sam. How's it going? I'm good, Cal. How are you? <laughs> hey, Cal. Yeah.
1: Who's your nemesis? <laughs> my nemesis. Yeah. Who's... I'm too busy to have a nemesis, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> That's not true. No I've, I've too had many nemeses. You've had many? <laughs> in, in the past. I've defeated them all. Oh, you've defeated all of and them. And now I'm busy working on myself. <laughs> right, okay. So. My biggest. Yeah, my biggest nemesis. Past Cal, <laughs> <That> <laughs> fat, unorganised bastard. That's funny. My nemesis is also Past Cal. <laughs> so you're hoping that I had a legitimate answer, so you could just be like, "Oh, my nemesis is you." Lol Roll the music. <laughs> well, it's fine. Roll the music. Though. Uh play the music. <laughs> about what you're watching maybe. I'm your host, Cal.
0: I'm your other host, Sam. And today we're talking about Star Trek. Again. 50th anniversary special. Hooray!
1: Alright, so. We just got back from seeing... Star Trek Nemesis. Yep. And we thought, hey, the first episode we ever did was on the 50th anniversary, so we can't let this one slide by. <laughs> we can't we- just be all like, how does it know enough about Star Trek for this?
0: <laughs> Our first episode wasn't on a 50th. You know no, that, right? No. no, it was on
1: the 10th anniversary yeah. of the reboot. I know, but still. <laughs> God damn it. You're wrong then. Yeah, well, fuck. I thought we were, got, I thought we were better in our Doctor Who podcast back in the day. <laughs> Apparently we were fucking like five years too late. <laughs> yep.
0: And we don't talk about Doctor Who that much.
1: No, we don't.
0: We could exactly. have talked about a Doctor Who Star Trek crossover comic book. You know...
1: I, forget, if, I forgot, her. okay, you talk, I'll read it, and we'll get back to it. No! <laughs> it's far too long for that.
0: Like, it's not that long, but we'll be done, and I'll we'll be like, Hey, Cal, how's the comic? And you'll be like, well,
1: you see, we're out of time. <laughs> well, <laughs> listeners, if you've uh, if, you, if, you, if you just finished listening to our last episode, which some of you might be, um, the reason why I didn't read the comic was that I was reading at the same night that I was watching Blazing Saddles and my brain turned to mush. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, which is understandable.
1: So I just I, I saw I it. let it slide. So we
0: recently did Star Trek Beyond. You should go check that out
1: because that's a much better movie than the movie that we watched in preparation for this episode.
0: And it's and it's it's a great episode of the podcast. Yeah,
1: it's fucking mint.
0: And you should also go and check out we did two
1: other Star Trek episodes. We did one called Star dot 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 which we really <laughs> don't, on don't the- spoil that. That one's totally about Star Wars, guys. Yep. (laughs) That's the whole running joke we've got on that episode. (laughs) Where we talk about Star Trek and Star Trek Into Darkness. We also did one...
0: um, We did a a Borg episode. So we watched Best of Both Worlds and First Contact. Mm -hmm. um, Which is kind of the only next-gen setup
1: you have for this. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, I've seen a little bit. Like, I know who Picard is. I know who Riker is. I know who Data is. I know who Worf is. I know who Jordan the Forge is. So I want to start at the beginning of Star Trek. Can we start at the beginning? We'll, we'll get to Nemesis sure.
0: at the end. Why not? <laughs> so Star Trek started in 1966, hence the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. September 8th, which this will be released close to, is the actual 50 years since it's shown on TV. Since the first episode got aired? Yeah. Right. Interesting fact about Star Trek. There mm-hmm. are three first episodes. <sighs> Yep. So there's the original (laughs) pilot, which is called the Cage. Yep. You know what's interesting about the original pilot? It has Nicolas Cage in it. I wish. (laughs) Um, No Kirk. Oh. Had a different captain? Had a different captain. The only thing, other than the Enterprise, Mm -hmm. obviously, which remains in the next one, is Spock. That makes sense. Everyone else
1: is recast. Right. Is it still in a Nimoy? Yeah, it's still Leonard Nimoy. He's the only character to move over, though. Right. That would have been an interesting... I probably would like to see an interview with him talking about that.
0: And, you know what? If it was out, I'd recommend we watch For the Love of Spock, the documentary I mentioned on the last oh, Star Trek Oh, of course. World.
1: I'm surprised they haven't. Well, because we're recording this. It's Spoilers, calming. we're recording this in advance, guys. <laughs> where this isn't live. It's coming
0: out on, like, the 12th of December, so maybe we'll do another Star Trek episode why down the track. Why wouldn't they bring... Why Spock? wouldn't they try and push that out? For the fiftieth, Uh, not ready. I, uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's Clearly, kind of, they're, they're kind they're of not treating putting
0: it as the... 50th a fiftieth year. I think.
1: Yeah, they're, they're like they're not putting in as much effort as the uh, as they did
0: for Doctor Who. Well, Doctor Who is still going. Like the original series isn't going anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Which, which you know that that makes sense.
1: Suck it, Star Trek. Fucking. Doctor Who for the wins. Fuck off, whoever's saying that. <laughs> Fuck you, some fuckwit. What's better, Cal, Star Trek or Doctor Who? Star Trek, by far. No, I'm really happy I mean, you said that. I mean, I love Doctor Who, but just to... Yeah, anyway. But, like, <laughs> Doctor Who has so much potential for good that it squanders. Star Trek has so much potential for utter, utter garbage, and it so rarely actually Is delves garbage. into it. The Nemesis, what we just watched, is one of those. Characters. But even then, the at the risk of you know yes, yes. spoiling our future discussion that we're going to do mm. later in the episode. That was just an episode of the TV show, just stretched out to be really fucking long. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been fine if it went for half an hour.
0: Yeah, there's two. Yeah, not enough story, which is really strange because they got the ne- the original series movies. Spot on, Mm. so good, and you haven't watched a single one of those yet. No, we'll do it at some point. Maybe when, for the love of Spock, comes out.
1: Yeah, and I might because the more I watch Star Trek, the more I realize what I'm gonna like about it and what would be good, and the more I think that you should really, really play Mass Effect.
0: I know, and I've, I will. I don't have
1: any. I I know. I know. Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) When we, when we give me your console and the games. you've got a console. PlayStation Four, no, piece. are PlayStation Three as well. Uh, it's in a box somewhere. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll fucking I'll get it for PlayStation Three and I'll give it to you. And just fucking play it. <laughs> Point is, like, fuck, what was I even saying? You fucking distracted me with video oh, games. I'm
0: sorry, Cal.
1: When we, do, that, sorry. when we do do the thing, what? When we do do the thing? Okay, yes,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll we'll definitely do it on the do the thing. <laughs> We've, it's such a topic, such fucking. Um, so anyway, yeah, the first episode. Had pretty much nothing that rolls over. And mechanically, it's the episode they admit still happened. So it's actually Christopher Pike. Right. So you know the captain. You know in Star Trek, the reboot, Mm. there's Christopher Pike, the captain, who Kirk relieves. Right, okay. It's that guy. Right. So he's a character. And him as a character returns in the original series in season three, I think. Right as a character. So they
1: make it tie in later on. How pissed would you be being that actor being like I was going to be on this Uber f- this thing that became Uber famous. The thing is it became Uber famous. It wasn't
0: so Uber famous when it originally aired. It only got 3 seasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but and by- it was canceled
0: after the second. Yeah. It only got the third season cuz of fan fair enough complaining. Which which is cool and I like that about it. Um I I just find it interesting and then the the next pilot they did Mm -hmm. and the only reason they they allowed a second pilot was because there's one woman I don't remember her name in CBS who was the studio she's like Gene Roddenberry he's got a vision and this is going to work give him another shot and they gave him money to make another pilot which is basically unheard of yeah that's pretty insane Um, Big Bang Theory got it um, but that was almost not Given it as well, so there are some very f- rare examples. I and want to
1: live in that world. I'm sorry, like, I, I like basically every actor on that show, and I know oh I've said so The original, original
0: pilot, so bad, yeah. And again, it's a case of Sheldon and Leonard, the only two characters that come over. Yeah, even the sets are entirely different. There was a, there was a girl neighbor kind of thing, mm. but. it like it's weird the big I know this is a little off topic again but in, no, the, big, fine. in the original Big Bang Theory pilot we should do an Unead Pilots episode
1: we should actually because we could talk about that Zombieland failed pilot we could talk about the American pilot for Red Dwarf and the American pilot for IT crowd oh yes oh, with Chris my... O'Dowd yeah can we chalk that in can we no sh- no no with um oh, what's uh, his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I, I know who then. you mean the community guy yeah yeah, yeah. sorry Chris O'Dowd's the actual yeah, the guy the, actual of the guy. community <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, we'll, unair pilots will totally do that. Yeah, Chalk that up for December when we pre-record, so that way yeah, we're, we've got a bunch to do. I mean, uh, so, uh, for when we're uh, celebrating the Yuletide season along with our fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway,
0: the one episode we're going to have to record—Star no. Wars Rogue One—we'll do it in January.
1: We can't, no, <laughs> yeah, refuse. we can. I don't care. I'll okay. fight you. you. You can do it without me it the first episode ever I'm not
0: on. Yeah, and I haven't been on some now. That makes me sad. Yeah. I think there's one I haven't been on. Or two?
1: I think there's two that you haven't been on in the end.
0: I wasn't on In the Batman vs. Superman 1, but I think I was sick too. With I was gonna say,
1: we also did another Batman vs. Superman 1 with you.
0: Yeah, I know. I was dying that week. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I, and, I was going to say, I've been sick and done the show still. It's, like, it's, I was properly dying.
1: and Because well, that sickness is what nearly fucking put me out of commission. It's only that... We sort of had recording dates at the right times. Um,
0: yeah, we but, happened to get it just between your.
1: Because I, I was like in hospital getting fucking chest x chest yeah. rays and shit. Like that thing nearly fucking killed me. Yeah. Fucking your girlfriend's America pox, I swear <laughs> to God. Welcome to another episode of Past Video Shop Episodes. <laughs> Video Shop Podcast presents Video Shop Podcast, the podcast. For 100
0: episodes, we should do the Video Shop Podcast, the podcast. <laughs>
1: It's, it's like a clip show. <laughs> Except there's no actual clips and we just quote ourselves. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> we could do here. clip shows. That's the topic.
0: That's... Clip shows are the
1: worst. They are the worst. There's bit. nothing to talk about. It's like, hey,
0: clip shows are shit, aren't they? <laughs>
1: Remember the Simpsons one where there's that no. fog that turns everyone inside out? That's hilarious. <laughs> That'll be the whole episode. <laughs> The thing is, Star Trek
0: Next Gen is the best of the Star Trek series. Just you know, bringing it back full yeah, circle. Yeah. They did one clip show. Oh. In season one, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe it was season two. Oh, so shit.
1: So shit. I can't and imagine. Fans they...
0: panned it, and they never did another one in the whole Star Trek universe. Of
1: course, because going back and watching Star Trek out of context isn't that good. <laughs> the whole point of Star Trek is the context.
0: And it's like Riker in a hospital bed with like a brain thing on. It's like he's going to lose his memory, so we're going to like jiggle it. And it's like, hey, so dumb, so dumb. (laughs) Um, But next gen is amazing. Uh, Yeah. So the original series, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, got a second pilot, which again wasn't aired, but um, they re-edited it and released it as episode three of the season. That's weird. It's real weird. Mm. But Star Trek, the original series, there's very little crossover. You can watch any episode out of context, as long as you have a rough understanding of who the characters are, yeah. you're going to be fine. Yeah. Even then, it's not like episode one sets up the characters. Yeah. Um, not like... Like, even the uh, Next Generation kind of has a setup up episode where all the characters come in, and um, at least I don't remember The Man Trap, which was the first episode, doing that. Maybe it does it a little bit, but... Mm. As I recall, they kind of start in the middle of a mission. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, sorry, getting text messages. Well, anywho, anywho.
1: I forgot what I was saying. What the fuck was I saying? We were talking about pilots and how things went, and then how yeah, yeah, season so, three. None of them like they're all self-contained stories.
0: Yeah, so they're pretty much all self concerned stories, and that's why we were going to watch the first two episodes but there really wouldn't be a lot to say
1: not that I, do I have a whole lot to say on Nemesis either oh no, well yeah no that's
0: fair um
1: I have one major gripe or two but that yeah yeah, yeah. Go on. and I'm sure
0: my gripes are nerdier and bigger <laughs> um and then the next generation uh continued for three years it yes. like I said it was nearly cancelled at the end of series 2 but fan support they actually like wrote letters in. Can you imagine? <laughs> Do a CBS. Keep Star Trek on the air. Like they got petitions signed. No internet. It's like. Yeah. Like that's unfathomable. Yeah. Anyway, like now, I can't imagine doing that. As much as I love a show, I can never imagine actually writing a
1: letter. I mean, that, like that's the thing. Like we, we sort of look at writing, at like getting people to write letters. It's like, oh wow, people would never write letters, but of course, people did write letters all the time. Because of course, it did. Yeah, it
0: didn't have the internet. Yeah, no, and that's 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 exactly right.
1: So, so it's not actually that much more impressive than. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> it just in
1: retrospect. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's interesting they got enough people to do it because that's the thing. If You put it on the internet. Millions of people can see it straight away.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Like, there's no easy way to tell people, sign my Star Trek petition.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, now, one interesting... Now, that ended in, what, 69? (laughs) God damn it. Damn it, man. (laughs) I'm a podcaster, not an innuendo maker. Listen, Bones, you need to calm the fuck down. (laughs) The least known Star Trek show is actually Star Trek The Animated Series. Of course. Made in 1973 to 1974. What? what? Think like old school Scooby-Doo animation.
1: Hanna-Barbera.
0: Fucking, with yeah. the Star Trek cast. Oh no. All the same voice. gotten away with it too. <laughs> William Shatner, Lennon Nimoy. Everyone does their voice. <laughs> um, with the exception of Scotty, I think that actor. No, he hadn't died yet. Well... I think there was one actor who didn't do it.
1: I can't maybe any I more power. I can't reach the control panel.
0: Um, and that ran for two seasons. Real weird. Like, I've got it on DVD, of course. Of course. You're a fucking nerd. It's just really weird, though. It's of course. It's like old school animation, and it looks pretty good, though.
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> of no, it looks like Scooby-Doo, dude. <laughs> Scooby-Doo was fucking terrible, Sam. <laughs> That <laughs> Barbera was cheap as fuck.
0: Anyway. Let me see if I can pull up an image. Oh no, uh, Star Trek the animated series. All right, um,
1: look at the, yeah, it's not great. In the meantime, listeners, I have now caught three Kangaskhan in Pokemon Go. Let's get them appraised. That's
0: that's a screen girl. <laughs>
1: It <laughs> looks like something off Adult
0: Swim. Yeah, right? Yeah, like a parody. Yeah. No, this was, is this was the actual voice cast. The actual that's, crew. That's, that's ridiculous. It's weird. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but no, this, this is fine. No, I'm sure it's it is. It's not really canonical anymore because they bring a lot of ideas into it which are cool and interesting that kind of revert back to how it was in the original series when they began shooting next gen just because right. of technological boundaries Yeah. so most people kind of disregard it from the
1: canon Yeah. I do that too to be honest I mean see that this is why audio is a better medium because <laughs> you can just have crazy shit happen and it doesn't matter all you got to do is buddy, put in the sound effects and it's fine like uh, Like, that's why the 8th Doctor is the best Doctor. But anyway, go on. God damn
0: (laughs) it. Yeah. Next Generation, ran from 1987 to
1: 1994. Right. Um, I was born at the end of that. Yep. I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Seth. You fucking young cunt. You
0: old hag. Well, (laughs) hag's a bit far. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Next Gen is generally considered the best. I know people who disagree, but, um, Next Gen's just amazing. It's mm. so good. The characters are great, Data's great, the Storytelling's great, there's only one Clip Show episode, which they quickly learnt from. <laughs> um, Q, um, comes into it. It's just so good. Is
1: Worf in? because yes. is, is Worf... Worf's appeared in nearly every season, hasn't he? Sorry, in every series of the show. Uh, Pretty much, um, was at he least in the, the first? actor has. Uh, was, was he, he wasn't he, in the original series. Yeah, I thought so. That that would make sense. That you know, he got his introduction and then he started cameoing and everything else. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking great. I love. Wolf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know he's so good. <laughs> um, you then had Deep Space Nine right? yep. Up from 1993 to 9. I won't talk too much about Next Gen because we're, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about yeah. Nemesis. Yeah. Um, you've then got Deep Space Nine, ran from '93, so it started with uh, when Next Gen was still on. So they had two Star Trek shows running. That's at weird. the Same time. I mean, that's good, but it's weird. Well, and Deep Space Nine is about a space station. Yeah. So it's they've differentiated it from Next Gen, mm. and, and that's that's a good thing. And like Arrow and Flash, that's probably the best modern day comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there so. is crossover. Nice. The first episode starts. In the best of both worlds. So, you know in the best of both worlds, when the Borg are fucking up that star, the fleet, yeah. and, like, everything's dying, you know, everyone's dying. Sisko, the main... The captain... or well, he's actually a commander of Deep Space Nine, the main character. He's on one of those ships. Right, okay. And he saves his son, but his wife dies oh. on the ship. Oh, that's, and he that's, evacuates... That's a
1: superhero origin, if ever I've heard in of one. In a
0: shuttle. So, he's, he's got this resentment, and... Picard appears in the first episode of Deep Space Nine as, like, there's a whole political thing with, like, warring races, which the Federation is, like, you know, working agreements out with. Yep. And the Federation puts um, Starfleet um, personnel on Deep Space Nine. As, like, a buffer point between the two races. Yep. Um, Because Deep Space Nine is, like, this central point of space trade, Right, so there's tons of species there, and lots of interaction, and lots of like you know selling
1: and bartering and negotiations. Sounds like the Citadel in Mass Effect. <laughs> Play Mass oh, Effect, where Mass Effect got it from uh, probably, but like and, Mass Effect is a And it's really cool because
0: it the Deep Space Nine, the space station, is right next to a wormhole, which is discovered. Sounds exactly like Mass Effect. <laughs>
1: Mass Effect definitely
0: knocked off Star Trek. Then,
1: absolutely. Mass Effect is a big love letter to Star Trek. That's what I'm saying. You should play it. Oh,
0: I should. Um, and that wormhole plays a huge part later on. There's yep. there, there's the whole there's a whole um, commentary on religion as well. Of course, because there's a there's an alien race that lives inside the wormhole, which uh, exists on a plane above physical corporeal existence. Right. Yeah, and one of the some of the species on deep space 9 consider them gods while others are like they're just other aliens that we don't understand yeah so there's lots of budding heads of religion and all that kind of stuff and it's it's well next gen is very much about science and exploration and discovery deep space 9 is about political religious and then later war so after the next gen ends um in what 94 I think four seasons into Deep Space Nine, um, a a war breaks out with a species from the other side of the wormhole right. in another part of space. Right, and it's that like from that point on in Deep Space Nine, it's amazing. Like yeah. the first couple of seasons struggle to dif- like find what it wants to be because yeah. it's trying to differentiate itself from Next Gen while it'll still being Star Trek. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are put off buy that, yeah. but anyone who started with Deep Space Nine and then watched the later seasons, it's so strong. And after Next Gen in Series Three, Worf comes into Deep
1: Space Nine, nice. and is
0: a main character nice. for the rest of the show. <laughs>
1: nice, that's so good. Like that—that's how you get people to watch your off show. Is they is well, exactly. the main character in the other show,
0: and they actually start with so there's a guy in ne- in the early seasons of Next Generation. You might have seen him. He's got curly hair. He operates the transporter. Right. Yeah, and that's yeah. all he's there. His name's O'Brien. Yeah, but he's there like all the time. Like he's yeah. very recognisably O'Brien. Mm. He becomes the head engineer on Deep Space Nine.
1: He, oh, there's a whole like comic strip about what he does when they're wa- well, he's waiting for people to come back to. I'm pretty sure.
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he got a lot of fan love in Next Gen, so yeah. they made him the main engineer on Deep Space Nine. That's good. And he's 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 hilarious. He's one of my favorite yeah, engineers. Um, I just have a love for Deep Space Nine that I.
1: Because th- it's just. It, it sounds like Deep Space Nine is the more interesting show. While
0: Next Generation, I think, is a superior show, and I enjoy it more, um, I think Deep Space Nine is a different show. If you like drama, mm. Deep Space Nine is what you're going to watch.
1: Well, and and that's, that's sort of the thing. It's, it's not even that, like. <sighs> There's only so many times that you can watch something go wrong, the captain go to fix it, And then ultimately having it somehow be solved by beaming out of there at the right time. Yeah. Or something like that. And I feel like that happens a lot, and I haven't even seen that much Star Trek.
0: Yeah. And the thing with The Next Generation is, like the original series, there's very little story arc. Yeah. There's a little bit sometimes, but mostly it's just two part stories. Yeah. Um, And, like, some things that happen to characters affect them in future episodes, like with Picard and the Borg. Yeah, but But it's more
1: of a character development thing than a story arc thing.
0: Exactly. And even then, like, and this is really... I think I spoke about this in the Star Trek First Contact when we did. Good. I really dislike how Picard reacts to the Borg in the First Contact movie. Because there's an episode after Best of Both Worlds
1: Mm.
0: where he has a chance to eradicate all the Borg. Yeah. And he chooses not to commit genocide.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, that's that's a different person then.
1: Yeah. And and like, th- that becomes the problem with any sort of like long-running TV show with different people contributing. Some people think that people should be this way, some people think they should be another th- way. Th-
0: but the show never had that inconsistency. If yeah. they've transitioned to the movies and they're like, what can we do? Like, what can we take from the show, and they've looked at one episode and gone, "Oh, we can do this, this would be interesting without giving any consideration for how the show ended. Yeah, really bothers me, yeah, and they yeah, anyway, and uh, yeah, um, but Deep Space Nine was kind of the one of the first, at least in the u s. Cases of serialized show. So yep. while Next Generation was isolated two episodes, Deep Space Nine had entire series arcs. Yep. Not initially, um, but by the end there was like whole sections of the series which were about certain characters in there and their, and because it was a war. Yeah, and there's a fantastic episode, and we'll talk more about why I hate Nemesis in regards to this episode. Mm. There's a great episode where they've gone to war with this invading species from. Um, the other side of the wormhole. Yep. And there's a lot of different kind of warfare. There's huge ship battles. Yep. But also, like, there's, um, there's small-scale, like, uh, skirmishes and individual, like, p- p- uh, person assass- assassinations. Right. There's an episode, though, where the Federation has worked out that between the Klingons and the Federation, mm-hmm. they're not going to defeat the opposition. Right. Like, their s- combined strengths... They can't do it.
1: Yeah.
0: But they know if they get the Romulans into the war, they'll win. Yeah. Like, they'll have the numbers that will allow them to win. Mm. And, of course, there's other species in the Federation universe which take the side of the people, the invaders from the wormhole initially. Yeah. Um, because of corrupt leaders. And the, the guys from the other side of the wormhole, their leaders have shapeshifters. Yeah. So they, like, you know, take... You know, impersonate and all that shit. Yeah, there's a great episode where you find out one of the main characters has been impersonated for like half a season. Yeah, has been a mole the whole time.
1: Is really it? Cool. I, I, this this episode is just going to be Sam says a thing about Star Trek. Cal goes, "You really should play Mass <laughs> That's what it is. But like, what I was gonna say? What was I gonna say? I don't know. What, what was I talking about? You were talking about how somebody w- um, has been oh, yeah, person for like got, most of the, like the season. I tangent. <laughs> uh, it's just great. Um, it sounds really good, and now now that I know a little bit more about it, I do. I am more interested in watching it. Of the Star Trek series, it's probably no. This episode, sorry, what I was going to say. Yes, Cisco,
0: our main character. Yes, is caught in this conflict of whether or not he should do what the Federation is asking him to do in order to get the Romulans into the war right. which is essentially set up a fake assassination of a Romulan ambassador start World War 2 <laughs> No, World War <laughs> oh. <laughs> in order to but make it look like the Jemadar, who's the bad guys yep. did it which they do and like you know it's it's it's, it, it's the you know the greater good needs of the many kind of mentality and the moral you know how your moral code gets shifted in war yeah but there's also like internal within the federation conflict in like in one of the seasons the klingon between the klingons and the federation and that's why Worf comes into it there's a huge like conflict and i don't mm. and i think it's because of these guys from the wormhole yep and like klingons are like beaming onto federation ships and like decapitating captains fucking hell you don't see it but it's it's disgusting it detail goes, and
1: it goes full fucking like turn turning sides and like, yeah weigh against the yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty crazy considering how like, I mean I know Worf is a particularly strange he, case for the clinic. He
0: was raised by humans. Yeah. That's the thing about Worf. And he all these episodes are real good too. Yeah. And he's even better in Deep Space Nine than he is in Next Gen. And and Deep Space Nine's another reason... Oh, Deep Space Nine has so many reasons why I hate Nemesis. Yeah. But maybe we'll get to that. Um, I'll probably brush over Voyager. I've spoken a lot about Nemesis. Yeah. I really hated the character of Janeway.
1: Because I I know that She's that's, okay at first. And it's it's CGP Grey's favourite captain. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, well, And, like, um, there was this whole conflict about how people thought they could write women. That's the thing. They they sort of went, well, no, we've got to break the mould, fuck the patriarchy, we've got to make her a strong, powerful, independent woman. And then there's other people who were going, no, this is our chance to have a captain who's nurturing and kind and and, and a really nice person, as opposed to an authoritarian. Which is exactly
0: what they should have done. Because all they do is they write her like a man. Yeah. And I'm like... (sighs) The problem is she doesn't come off as strong as independent. She comes off so, as... That, that, that's
1: your own internalised misogyny. Just because they're powerful doesn't mean that they're writing like a man. <laughs> the thing is, though... Political hats. <laughs> if a man is written like a dick, I think he's a dick.
0: Yeah, if a man's written like a bitch, I think she's... If, if, a, if a woman's written like a dick, I think she's a dick. You know, it's... Yeah. And, and she's just... She's not written... I don't think she's written as, like, this strong, independent woman. She's written as this
1: kind of author- authoritarian... Mm. Well, and, like, th- dictator. That's, that's what CGP Grey talks about, is that they do flip-flop what this character is. Because different writers wanted her to be different things. And she starts out
0: that kind of nurturing. She mm. starts out pretty good. She very quickly unravels to that real bad version. But though, by the end, I'm just bitter towards her. It. Well, so
1: apparently, it's, it, it's a bit more flip-flopping than that. Uh, th- I don't remember I much flip-flopping.
0: From... Maybe I've just become very Uh, negative maybe you
1: noticed it more at the end the
0: problem is there are so many other real strong female characters in Voyager which uh, kind of pig-headed one of them and Seven of Nine who's a
1: yep that's two very good reasons to watch that (laughs) show um who's a great character yeah
0: and we need to watch Con Man
1: by the way I've watched Con Man fuck you what do you mean fuck me I haven't seen it at all did you see her cameo the dolls I lost episode, it, but I don't remember the dolls episode with the the action figure. I don't. Oh, you... vaguely. Yeah, she, and she's the crazy one who wants, wants the doll. Like she's the crazy one who has has the doll that she treats like a real person, like a real baby. Oh, is that her? That's her. I'm pretty she sure that's her. Is. I
0: didn't know
1: that. Oh, that's that, that's what Bob said. It, <laughs> maybe Bob's just a lying bastard. Maybe Bob. Did. Well, I, I don't know if it was Bob or Mel. I think it was Mel and Bob. I think I think they were both there when I watched it. It's the same person. Gross, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, like, th- there's lots of really good cameos in that. I show. think the,
0: the the thing with Voyager is it was a great idea to do something to not do the space station again, but do something different from next gen. Yeah. So I don't know if you know anything about it. You've spoken about Voyager before, have I? Well, basically, the Voyager um, because of this another vast alien um, again, it spins off from Deep Space Nine because yeah. they ran you know coherent you know together for a little while, um, and they, their mission starts at Deep Space Nine before they go off. Yep. Which is real good. They get stuck on the other side of the universe, a 90-year journey from Earth. Right. Right. And that's, that's the story of them going back, and, and the thing is, what they had the opportunity, because it was away from Deep Space Nine and everything that was happening in the Federation, they didn't have to contend with the war or anything like that. They didn't have to make sure it was too tied in. And they could also just have any new species they wanted. Mm. And they did some really cool stuff with that. Mm. My problem is, by the end of it, like, you know, you're seven years in this mission and, like, they're all still wearing their uniforms. They're all still acting like Starfleet. And I'm like, you
1: had an opportunity here. To really make this interesting. Mm. To really make this a breakdown of, like, characters... Bouncing off characters. Yeah, um, and, like... ranks. if you were... Like, you'd have your ranks still, but... I would have liked to have seen the show evolve
0: to the point where... They got rid of the captaincy and made it a democracy. Mm. And, like, everyone just wore whatever. You know, you you had your communicator badges, but you could... You just rock up to work in jeans. Mm. You know, shifts and, you know, everyone had their roles... And you'd have like a council of people who made the decisions rather than the dictatorship. Yeah. On a ship traveling across space that has essentially become a generational ship by mistake,
1: hmm.
0: and it was set up that half of the Voyager crew died,
1: right? Because so there were also, not enough people. Well, to run they ship. were also
0: they were, uh, them and a terrorist ship called the Marquis came to the. Quadrant with them, right? And the Marquis ended up joining Voyager because their ship got destroyed. Yeah, but then they all wear the Starfleet uniforms too. Yeah, that's not good. That that's weird. Yeah, and and like they don't get official ranks, but like the captain of that becomes her number one. And I'm like, that all makes sense. But like a council, like there was just so much opportunity to make this a really different show. Yeah, absolutely. And with a really cool. Kind of, Because it had a really cool concept. Yeah. But then they just made it next-gen on a different side of the galaxy. Mm. Which is fine, because next-gen wasn't showing anymore, but I would have liked a different show.
1: Yeah. And at, at the risk of just coming back to Mass Effect again, I'm actually going to try and tell a little bit of a story, <laughs> so I've got something to say for this episode.
0: Um, <laughs> okay. There's, there's this a, has just been me gushing. No, it's good.
1: Yeah. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> before, you know, we complain about Nemesis. Um... In Mass Effect, there's a species called the Quarians, right? Who basically were driven off their homeworld by a big war, and they live um, in in these like a massive fleet of ships, yeah. Um, that just sort of all putter around the universe together, yeah. um, and they've become so um, isolated in their in their ships and everything that their immune systems are just gone, right? Like there's no bacteria getting in so they just after generations of this they have no immune system at all and to the point where they can't even go back to their home world now that the war's over because right. they'll just die yeah. they'll just get sick and die so they're always wearing these like hazmat suits yeah. and, and, it's, and it's really difficult. and like they have this huge fleet of ships and like they're a massive asset to their, their allies because yeah. they've got like the biggest navy um, going around and, um, as a coming of age thing, all these, uh, the, uh, all the young quarians go off into the world and find bulk resources to add to the fleet. Right. Yeah. And like, that's their job. And if they, if they can leave and come back with stuff, they get high ranking positions in their society. And the yeah. people who don't just sort of become whatever. And like that i can't remember where why i was telling this story though but like that seems like a really interesting story that i that i'd like to see sort of explored more and like that whole isolation on a ship thing for a very long period of time sounds like something that they explore a lot more in mass effect yeah um even if like these are sort of a secondary Character. But there's lots of stuff to read on it. There's comics on it, and naturally, like all sorts of other things. Well, and
0: I wish they did more like that. Like not mm. necessarily that exactly, but I feel like even after a year, like maybe keep them in the uniforms for a season. But after a year, people are going to kind of be sick. Mm. D- do a it. thing.
1: Do a thing where the uniforms are starting to wear out.
0: I mean, that's that doesn't work because they
1: can replicate new uniforms like that. But. I feel like a replicator is a bit of a, uh, a bit of an OP, uh, op device to have. It is, but it exists within the universe, and I'm fine with it. Hmm.
0: But you know, it's just like, um, yeah, just I wish, I wish they'd done more of it, more with it, because it, it feels very much the same for seven seasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, like they introduce new species, but eventually, you know, it's just hey, the Borg. Which is cool, of course, and and I'm like I'm cool with like bringing in the Borg. Like they have to go through Borg space. Great, hmm. awesome, but it's just you could still be like a council. Like no one's going to be following the captain after. Hmm. Like like three years down the track, it, it, natural human evolution will lead to revolt. Revolt. Or or, um, or a change, you know, it's like,
1: it's, she's not going to be like, I'm going to be the captain for this well, like, just look at our political system, at the risk of putting the political hats on again, how quickly do we get sick of our leaders, especially yeah. in Australia we fucking, yeah. we, we so, knock them off every other bloody week, so you're going to make it like a council
0: or, or shipwide votes, like they could have done a lot with it, but it's just like, hey it's next gen in a different part of space, so, uh, is there an arc
1: where there's a mutiny at all?
0: Like Cause that early, sounds like the first thing you do. Early on, there's some conflict with the other guys, the marquee, but I don't remember that going anywhere. Mm. All it seems to go to is, and they're back.
1: Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's one of the early, well, no, not an early story, but like that—that's a halfway through the the, the show sort of story arc to do is a a whole we need to, we need change here. We need a different leader. And the leader sort of recognizing that things can't just keep going the way they're going.
0: Yeah, and bring, you know, pulling it down to Mm. a... Mm. Yeah. And like, they they give good reason why the ship lost the amount of time, and it's because it's an experimental ship. Yeah. With like, they they call them gel packs. Which I really like this element of Voyager, but again, they don't explore it. Um, Instead of... Uh, physical circuitry, yep. they replace a lot of it with um, organic circuitry yep. which is the best way to reduce the size because there's only so small you can make something mm. like make a circuit board Yeah, um, and
1: um, yeah so, so having, having a, a central nervous system that, that runs the ship would be interesting rather yeah. than a um
0: And they do a little bit of that. But the thing is, the problem with Voyager is it's a great concept that never capitalises on its idea. Yeah. They have good episodes, good story, a couple of good, you know, character arcs. Mm -hmm. But the only real overarching story arc is the journey back home.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Quickly touch on Enterprise. 2001 to 2005. So it's the newest of the shows. It still ended 11 years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, The thing with Enterprise is... Fans of Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Next Gen, a lot of them didn't watch this. Yeah. And the reason is, it's a prequel series. Right. And it's a prequel series that comes so soon after Voyager. So Voyager, within the world of the show, is the last point in which we see...
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the the yeah, Federation. Federation type,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Enterprise then jumps back to early Earth Civilization.
1: Yeah.
0: Honestly, I love the idea. And it it got four seasons. Mm. Season four, really good. Yeah, and a lot of really cool episodes that explain a lot of, um, a lot of the future. There's an episode. There's a three episode, and they do a lot of like three episode arcs. Yeah, so there's a lot of real good fleshed out stories. Yeah, I do like three episode arcs. There's an episode, a three episode arc with Brent Spiner, who plays a descendant of Data's creator.
1: Right, okay. But he's a
0: bad guy. Ooh. Um, working in genetics. Ooh. Um, and that ties in a little bit to Khan. Yeah. And that, and it's it's just so well done. Yeah. The problem with Enterprise is uh, the early parts of the season were pretty average. Yeah. Um, the first two seasons were kind of okay. Season three, some people love it. I personally hate it. <laughs> right. Because it builds on a... Because it, it, it it's a basically a war Yeah. that we've never heard of. Yeah. And that bothers me because there's lots of wars we have heard of that you could be telling instead. Yeah, yeah. Particularly one called the Romulan War. Of course. Which is... um, Basically... The Romulan War... Well, yeah. The Romulan War is set up in the original series. They talk about it all the time when they first meet the Romulans. Yeah. Really good. I wish that they had... Season 4. That Mm -hmm. was Season 1. Season 2, The Romulan War, Because I reckon we could have got seven seasons then, like the rest of them. Yeah. Because um, it was really good. And the, the, the problem was, the first three seasons they had created, season 4, they brought in a new guy yeah, who was a huge Star Trek fan, and he got it right.
1: Yeah.
0: And th- that's the thing. It's in the- Sorry, one last thing. Going? Time travel. Yeah. They're huge time travel story arcs. And I like individual <sighs> time travel episodes in Star Trek. They're cool. But they had... St- Time travel arcs, which were garbage. And the reason they were garbage is because these advanced people from the future, they were crap. Yeah. They're like, hey, Archer, the main character, you do a thing. Oh, no, I'm dead now, but you got to do the thing. Even though I'm from the 30th century, so I should be, you know, the most advanced human being you've ever seen. Yeah. I'm going to die like a chump.
1: (laughs) And you just, you can't do time travel well. Time travel's so hard And the first
0: thing the new guy did in season four was wrap up that arc in episode one. Yeah.
1: Just fucking put a bloody ribbon on that shit, throw it away, put it in a shit museum. Yeah. They they just, they
0: they could have showed a really interesting story of the origins of the Federation and they wasted it on some just tripe. The final, like I said, the final season, season four, real good. Yeah. Except the f- last episode. Terrible. <laughs> the last episode. So we've had all this build up. We've got to love these characters over series four. The last episode. I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before. Absolutely. The last episode, right? Turns out in the opening scene, we learn that Riker is just watching their adventure on the holodeck. Oh, yes.
1: You have told me this.
0: In some random episode, and it's not even like on the new Enterprise after Nemesis or on the Titan after Enterprise. Yeah. Um, It's on the USS Enterprise D from the show, from an episode that exists. So not only are we watching it and we're like, that doesn't match up because Riker is super fat here and he's like trim as a, mm, you know, trim as here. Deanna Troy's there too. Mm. And,
1: ugh. It's terrible. Just... I I don't understand it. Like, I understand that, like, with, with a show that's this long-running and with this much canon and lore, it's really hard to get things right without contradicting something. But... That was just an odd
0: to... choice. It's like, hey, the final episode of Enterprise, let's bring in the next gen crew, guys. Yeah, that's just fucking... Like, you, had, you had Riker, Troy, and Brent Spiner appeared on audio. Mm. I just... Don't get why they chose to do it It just was a real odd choice. Especially for
1: the end of it. It's not like that's gonna get you to let more people to watch your show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And like the actors were pissed off, the fans were pissed off. Yeah. Particularly because Enterprise had the exact same problem the original series did. It was gonna be cancelled after series three. Fan intervention got it back. Yeah. I just wish that was better. Season four is amazing, though, and it's, like better than most of Voyager.
1: It's interesting that Star Trek is such a fan centric show that's ha- that's been brought back by fans twice at least.
0: Yeah, um, next gen Voyager and Deep Space Nine never needed it because they were popular. Mm. But yeah,
1: but it's interesting that this show of all shows has the fucking the guide on how to make fan films for it and, and puts a heap of, and trying to put a heap of restrictions on what you can and can't do with it. Yeah, I mean, that's Walt Disney's fault, but. Well, it is, yeah. Fucking hell, Probably not. don't
0: want to go too much into that.
1: No, because we've already
0: ranted about it. Go
1: listen to it. Yeah, Star listen Trek to the episode. Star Trek yeah, Beyond episode. Beyond. episode.
0: Yeah, go listen to the Star Trek Beyond episode. Really good episode, actually. Um, yeah. Discovery comes out next year, so we can't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I won't talk about any of the movies except Nemesis either, because we'll. The first movie's dumb. Wrath of Khan, Search for Spock, and Voyage Home. I'm going to make you watch and we're going to do an episode on Yeah, and... Contra I've, I've basically already seen Wrath of Khan. So Twice now. This is basically... <laughs> Nemesis is basically <laughs> Wrath of Khan 2. Yeah. It's... Oh, it makes me so mad. The Red Letter Media yep. do a review of Nemesis and it's oh, so good. Yeah. In fact, I might just say go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> episode over. Bye, guys. <laughs> now, um... Um, yeah so everyone knows that every second Star Trek movie is bad rule this is the first one to break it because it is the
1: even number one and yeah. it's bad I mean this this movie was basically like the finale of season 4 of Doctor Who and um, detonate the reality bomb
0: <laughs> as you kept saying it was, it was I was just every time you said that though I was thinking nude bomb from Get Smart <laughs>
1: I haven't seen it, but that sounds like an amazing bomb. It sounds like a bomb I can get behind. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically it was basically that episode of Doctor Who mixed with Wrath Khan. Yeah, and uh, there was something else I was thinking of when I was watching it. I can't even remember now. Fuck that movie! Like it's just so slow because it is just it is just half an hour's worth of material stretched out to two hours. It's so bad. I, okay, my big gripe. Right. I'm going to get it out of okay, the way because I haven't talked it. in a while. Fucking, <laughs> Sorry, Cal. No, you're fine, but... <laughs> I'm sure you'll get
0: your comeuppance... I'm sure I'll get my comeuppance when we talk about Pokemon it in was, December.
1: It was bad... I was bad enough on the Gene Wilder podcast. It's fine. But...
0: Oh, uh, yeah, all right.
1: The, um... The whole data... Okay, spoilers for Star Trek Nemesis. <laughs> came
0: out in, like, what, 2002? I,
1: I don't want to be that guy because there are no spoilers, there's no plurals, and there's no ATN things. came out, don't worry about Sam and Cal 2016. But... <laughs> um. Data sacrificing himself for Picard, mm. as touching a moment as it should have been, even if Data had have gone, take this and go, and then Picard had have gone fucking... Nah, and, like, grabbed him and, like, tried to take him with him and it only brought his head, but it's got his memory chips in it. We've got another body that looks exactly the same. Wouldn't that be... We could just put that thing in there. It'll be fine. Or baymax take the memory him. card. Baymax him into the new body. Or fucking... Anything else would have been... Like, there's so many ways that they could have saved him. So
0: many. So many ways. So many ways. I know. And, like, so he gives him me. the transporter instead of, hey, before you go, here's this. Pop it on just before you blow the thing up. Yeah. The thing that really bothers me is, and Picard says it to Riker, he's like, if your number one says don't go on a way mission, ignore him. Yeah. Picard never did that. Riker was always the one who went on the away missions because <laughs> it's policy.
1: And Picard is all about policy. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that the thing that bloody Riker's teaching him to fucking... To, 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 oh, he, he's, he's... I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're... Uh, I mean, because... The, the problem is these movies... Were these movies made by the same people who made the series? Oh,
0: fucking... What's the producer's name? I hate him. Uh... Rick Berman, oh boy, Berman—he was an executive producer on like all the shows, and then just when the movies came out, he's like, "I'm—we're gonna run the show into the ground." The the show is in the Star Trek franchise. I'm mm. gonna run it into the ground
1: now. Bye, guys. The, there's like and all these messages in this movie that were so heavy-handed with. I know. <laughs> Uh, no. Like nothing was subtle, nothing was intelligent, and it was all like, okay. no, no, that, that that that's what this movie is. It's Pokemon the first movie mixed with that with that season finale of Doctor Who. It's the whole I'm a clone, who am I? I'm an echo. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna use my strength played the, by Tom Hardy for CPU- some reason. Yeah, <laughs> after they just escaped Mad Max world. Yep. Coincidence? No, but um. Yeah, like it was basically it had all the same motivations as fucking Mewtwo. That's how bad this movie is.
0: Yeah. There's a Fuck. there's a buggy. Oh. <laughs> don't get me started on how much I hate that buggy.
1: You know, get get started. Go go nuts. I'm gonna go pissed. They fly
0: down. Go on, Cal. Keep going. They fly down in a shuttle. Yeah. That defies gravity. I'm listening, Sam. And flies, yeah. Cal. It flies.
1: How does it fly though?
0: With anti... with, with dilithium crystals. <laughs> Cal. Yes, Sam? Why would you then drive a buggy? He's,
1: he's wanted to test out the Argus thing for a while now.
0: Oh, but if, they call it an all-terrain vehicle. Yeah. Anything with wheels isn't an all-terrain vehicle. Well,
1: suppose what your definition of terrain is.
0: Terrain is any environment, right?
1: Is there any environment
0: or any surface? Well either way, any s- but but, but, they, but they become Ooh. the same thing. So <laughs> it, you can't tell me that buggy can drive along the surface of the ocean. It might. It can't though. How do you know? You haven't seen it try it. That's it's not how. It, what if it's got dilithium crystals in it, <laughs> It makes me angry, Cal. But, 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 but what if Warp 5 isn't necessarily better than Warp 4? The, and they violate the Prime
1: Directive. And how did he get his hands on a data replica? And they said it was only just post-industrial... Uh, ...technology. Uh, no, yeah, it was just industrial technology yes. they were using. And they're driving around in buggies. Yep.
0: Fucking ludicrous! And for some reason, they found a re- a, another data... Which they've established. There's Data and, and Law, who's, the, who's Data's brother. Right. There was never another one. Yeah. So, so in the Tom Hardy show. built this one. But that's also impossible. Is it? Well, they established that no one else has ever created a Data. I don't know, man. I
1: don't know. Also, how did he build that ship without Romulus finding out? Well, I mean, it's very stealthy, Sam. It's got it's got a very very stealthy cloak on. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot the uh, shield is perfect. Cloak <laughs> is a perfect shield.
1: No visor, Geordi. <laughs> oh, no visor, Geordi is fucking terrifying. Data is more terrifying. In yeah, this. like imagine like if, listeners for those of you who don't watch Star Trek, why the fuck are you listen to this episode for one? But for, for two, you know that girl that always wears way too much makeup. <laughs> Yeah, that was data Yeah, except think, a thousand times worse With terrifying green contacts I
0: think maybe the problem is The contacts are definitely creepy But I think maybe they paint him Yeah, in the they, movies. they
1: basically do, yeah
0: In the show they had a mask Oh, okay I'm pretty sure Like a latex mask that went
1: over him Rather than painting That him. makes so much more sense It'd be sweaty as fuck But it would, be, it would make so much more sense I think so If it fitted perfectly, that'd be great that'd I'm gonna check better. this we okay, fact check this. That's the problem. In the movies, he does look like he's been painted, and he looks glittery, and he looks like shiny. Yeah, it looks like it would feel awkward and awful to, in, to have on in his the body. Show he looks rubbery.
0: Yeah. Now apparently, it was makeup, not a mask. <coughs> Even so, horrifying. Yeah, and yeah, they've, the, like, the movie... they've changed like the, the properties of it or something. Yeah, movie data is just fucking horrifying. It's not good. Yeah, and I don't know what... Maybe it's the way it's filmed as well.
1: Yeah, it's just slightly better cameras. I was going to say
0: high-resolution cameras rather than... And, and like, the lighting's always, like, dark and, like, dynamic rather than flat and bright like it should be in a starship.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why everyone looks so fat and old in this. That's just better cameras.
0: Yeah, it must have been.
1: Oh man. Year. And everyone's age and weight seem to change from frame to frame. From scene to scene. Yeah,
0: Deanna Troy like flip flopped all over the place. Some scenes she looked great, and other scenes I'm like, oh
1: gosh. She looks like. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I'm going to pair that up. <laughs> Your oh god with Brienne's oh god. That'll be funny. <laughs> now, I mean,
0: god damn it. Yeah, yeah. anyway.
1: Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes she looked. Fucking banging. Other times it was just like, whoa, no. She's been left... (laughs) She looks like a painting that's been left out in the rain.
0: (laughs) And then the sun.
1: (laughs) That's so mean. Because she's not... It's not that bad. It's just so noticeably different. Well, it's very jarring because in some shots...
0: Yeah, she... Maybe it's just like long shoots. She was just tired.
1: Maybe. And like, maybe it's just some lighting was done better than others. Some makeup was done better than others. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, there was time when you're like, oh, damn, and other times I'm just like, oh, oh, damn, get this woman a doctor. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, completely
0: different, oh, <laughs> Um Yeah, I don't, I don't know, it's, Nemesis was just so bad, and it killed Star Trek. Between this and the poor and Enterprise ratings, it killed Star Trek for, like, nine years? Mm. No, four years. They rebooted in 2009. It wasn't that long? They killed it, but they they brought it back with a reboot rather than another sequel.
1: Yeah, Star Trek's weird. Like, it's Star Trek's so successful and unsuccessful at the same time. <laughs> right? It's really weird. It's like because it, it's not like Doctor Who, where it was like successful, then not successful, and then successful again. This is just it's like what? How many people like this? Successful, successful,
0: kind of successful, unsuccessful, but then successful again, but then unsuccessful and a f- flop. <laughs> and then good and then bad and then good again
1: mm. let's see how Discovery does <laughs> uh, I, so Star Trek Discovery is the new series isn't it yes yeah.
0: which we're going to talk about a 13 episode mini series yeah I'll watch it it's just
1: a, like, but if and I it's I going to be on Netflix but if I watch it and it's like oh you have to understand you've got to have seen Enterprise you've got to have seen Voyager I don't you gotta think they're going to
0: do that I think there'll be tie in but I think there'll be enough explanation also apparently the main character is not going to be the captain
1: that's well. That, that probably that says to me that it's probably not going to be a proper exploration enterprise-style ship. That it's probably going to be something else. It's probably going to be well, something that has a apparently job.
0: Apparently, it takes place around an event in Star Trek history that has been mentioned in the show. Right. People have been theorizing what it is based on the ship's um, registration number, which is NCC one three zero one. I think.
1: Right. <laughs> Cal's just like no, 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 no. <laughs> Take his lunch money. Punch me in the face. Take his lunch money. <laughs> if you don't um, like it, go home. If you don't <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Jim Jefferies, so good. Um, yes. Uh, so based on the uh, based on the, um, the registration number, like, yep. we know it comes before Enterprise, right? Um, and they've said it takes place. Between sorry, we know it comes before the original series, right? But after Enterprise, so it's going to take place between those shows.
1: So it's a sequel to Enterprise,
0: Well, also a prequel to the original series, and takes place around an event mentioned in the the original series. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. The Romulan War? Well, it's not going to be the Romulan War, uh, um, because they've said it's not. Uh, um, I was hoping that would be the case. No. Uh, um, uh, oh. Yeah, so we don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, Nemesis, better or worse than Iron Man 2?
1: Worse.
0: I'd agree, yeah.
1: Yeah. And a, uh, Iron Man 2 is far more entertaining. There was nothing fun about this this episode. That's... You like, know what? This, I, I keep calling it this episode. This movie, this, there was nothing fun about it. Like...
0: I think that's the ultimate thing with this movie is... At least the previous one, Insurrection, was real dumb as well and real bad. But even then it was a little depressing. The next gen movies do what we were complaining about in the last episode with Tim Burton—they gritty it.
1: Yeah. And we don't need gritty. No, like, and the, the,
0: where's the fun exploration that next gen as a show was? Yeah, exactly. Like we had Deep Space Nine for our album, were kind of darker, grittier. Deanna Troy and Riker should not be together. I don't know enough about the characters, so they had a previous relationship and they had kind of this on and off thing in the show but it never worked out yeah. so I'm like these two should never be married because it's not going to work ultimately right and in the end of next gen she gets with Worf oh that's weird but then in Deep Space Nine she gets Worf has been reassigned so he mm. splits up with her naturally we don't hear about I, it
1: as you do yeah. and he
0: marries someone in Deep Space Nine Oh. spoilers then dies
1: oh oh <laughs> oh
0: and then... Mr. Worf, the no. Di- And then at the end of Deep Space Nine, Worf is given the position of ambassador between Earth and the Klingons. That makes sense. Because he would be the perfect... And he kind of... Because the biggest thing with Worf is he
1: struggles between... His nature and his, his nurture.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he finally finds his place within... Cling on in human cultures, and it's the um, the bridge between the two. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, this movie that takes place after Deep Space Nine is just back in Starfleet for some reason. <laughs> Fucking hate it.
1: <laughs> Scrap it from the canon. I mean, it wouldn't take away that much. Yeah, you like, you could just say this movie isn't canon.
0: Data wouldn't be dead then. Worf would be in the Klingons.
1: Yeah, it'd be fine. Uh, I I fail to see any problem with this.
0: I, and, and Worf didn't even do anything in this movie. At all. What was the point of him being there if he, if it was he, just breaking canon? He, yeah, that's the thing. They brought him back because he was part of the next-gen crew. Like, if you had a story around Klingons and him coming
1: in as an ambassador... You could have started... Great. You could have started the also, movie with him just hitching a ride yes. to their wedding.
0: Yes! Also, why was... Councillor, no. Why was Janeway given an Admiral position before Picard? I don't know anything about Janeway. <sighs> she spent seven years in another star system and violated the Prime Directive several times. And she did. But she's like completely out of touch with current history of the Federation. There's no, she would not be a good Admiral. Uh, I don't know. Picard would be infinitely better. Uh, I believe you. I don't know why. Although well, technically, I... the last canonical piece of Star Trek history leaves Data's back inexplicitly. Um, Picard is an ambassador to Vulcan. Worf is the leader of a Klingon fleet. He's like a Klingon admiral. I don't. I don't know if that's canon though. There was a comic book because you know right. you remember how um, in the reboot. We learn that in the future, Romulus is destroyed by an exploding star. Yep. Dumb. But I digress. Um, there's a comic that leads up to that those events, and you see Geordie and Picard and all those characters. Right. And is captain of Enterprise. Cool. Which is cool. Yeah. He'd make a great captain, I reckon.
1: Uh, it's very useful that your captain can go off ship, and if he gets blown up, you can fix him. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yep.
0: Yeah we've just hit the hour mark <laughs> you're just going to stare at me now girl. what are you doing on your phone Sam? <laughs> Brian sent me a message she's like she's almost at the station I'm like okay cool. yeah, well, the episode's almost over
1: let's wrap this up then um I, I, I do I do wish I knew more about Star Trek and the I'm well, start again that that's it okay um yeah, this movie's made me reluctant to watch more Star Trek, but only because this. Like, I know that this movie's crap, but I will and I will watch the. I will watch some TV shows, and I think that what we should do is prepare a, a thing where we talk about Mass Effect and Star Trek at the same time, and, uh, we, and, and we compare the story arcs that happen in both. For fuck's sake, Sam. Sorry. I think we should do a thing where we where we look at both. Mass Effect and Star Trek, and when we've both watched and consumed it all, I'm Um, totally down to do that. Yeah, Um, I I think there's like a heap of really good potential for this series, and I should watch more of it. But holy shit, do they work hard at making me not want to do that? If
0: you want to watch something like Deep Space Nine, I could give you like a starting point where you miss all the crap. That'd be tempting.
1: We'll we'll, we'll see how we go. Let's let's get this year out of
0: the way. Yeah, very cool. (laughs) At the end of the year, though, I reckon we should get that documentary for the the Spock. Yeah, like okay. Spock, and we'll like we'll do this Wrath of Khan because spoilers, as you probably know, Spock dies in that.
1: Oh no!
0: So we'll do like those three <laughs> oh, movies, those three, and that movie
1: together. They'd be a real nice, yeah, nice episode. Wait, how does Spock die in that? If he if he then goes back in time, spoilers. Bring him back somehow. Sensor bean. anyway <laughs> you need to watch Dragon Ball Z man videoshoppod.com yeah do that like us on Facebook and Twitter and do that as well Video Shop Podcast. Uh, he's at Sam Pratt White and I'm at Callan Jenkins beam but... me up Scotty you're a fucking they never man. say that in the show though not once not once see you nerds